January 24th, the nine-game slate, and this slate, this slate is why I love DFS, Mike McClure. I am joined by Mike McClure, the greatest DFS analyst in the industry, and I might have said that before today, but Mike, I said to you 10 minutes before the show starts, I'm going to need some Jimmy Butler news before we do the show. Because how are we going to do the show without knowing if Jimmy Butler is going to play? You kind of looked at me like, that's a big ask, Keith, and then you did it. I did it. I uh, picked up my cell phone, put in a few calls, and we got some Minnesota Timberwolves news. And that makes this slate even better. Listen, yesterday wasn't great. It was a five-game slate. The, the show lineup did pretty well as long as you chose the right contests to play in. And I think you came out okay. It was 314, 315. That's a good lineup. It's going to be a much better lineup tonight on both FanDuel and DraftKings. And we were struggling to find our must-play of the night until we got the Jimmy Butler news. We are not expecting Jimmy Butler to play. We are not expecting Jamal Crawford to play. They are both doubtful. I'm going right back to it. You're not a true believer in Andrew Wiggins. That's okay. I will let you ride on the bandwagon tonight. His price has fallen to $6,100 on FanDuel. He put up 48.7 FanDuel points in his last outing without Jimmy Butler. He's facing Portland. I'm going with Andrew Wiggins as the must-play of the night. I definitely agree with you there. I'm going to be playing him for sure. Uh, Like you said, I'm not a true— You don't sound enthusiastic. I'm not a permanent believer in Andrew Wiggins, but I think he is a must-play tonight. Uh, As well as his teammate, uh, Nemanja Bialica, I think he's— once again, a must-play. He was my must-play against the Clippers. Uh, played 34 minutes, scored 34 fantasy points, which is pretty close to what I would expect again tonight. I think you're going to see him score around a fantasy point per minute, and he's going to see you know that sharp increase in minutes and usage with both of those guys out. So lock in the Timberwolves. The good news here is the, the sites didn't really adjust their prices too much because they thought that Jimmy Butler was probably going to return today, uh-huh. and he did not. So enjoy another day of value with the Timberwolves. Yes, it's outstanding. Uh, I was actually, for my stay away, going to go with C.J. McCollum if Jimmy Butler returned. The Minnesota Timberwolves have been outstanding against wing positions, and that's largely because of Jimmy Butler. I don't know that Wiggins, with all the offense he's going to give us tonight, is going to be a uh, real force in stopping McCollum. So I'm going to go a different direction, and this might be some bad karma, so I'll just warn you in advance. But two nights ago, Andrew Wiggins was my must-play. Nemanja Bialica was your must-play. They were both outstanding. The lineup put up 366 or something. And we had a good night. It wasn't mm-hmm. a great night because we didn't play Boogie Cousins. Right. And he got double OT, and he almost put up 100 fantasy points in a game. Yep. And he's my stay-away of the night. We are always on the same page on the <laughs> stay-aways. Uh, DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins is definitely the guy you need to stay away from tonight, especially on FanDuel. Uh, 12,500 is just absolutely ridiculous on this slate. Uh, you know, I'm not excited about paying 11k for Joel Embiid, but I would rather pay 11 for Joel Embiid than I would for DeMarcus Cousins tonight. Well, and he's the most expensive player on DraftKings. Like, you, yeah. I know he's cheaper on DraftKings at 11.6, but he's 700 more than Harden. He's 800 more than Anthony Davis. He's almost 2,000 more than Embiid on DraftKings. I am staying away from Boogie Cousins, and we didn't talk about this beforehand. You, the way you'll know we didn't talk about this beforehand is now Mike doesn't have a stay away to give us. Right. So we'll just leave it at that. I did want to try something new because some feedback we got, was it, some people really liked this whole discussion of who was going to be the top 
scorer on the slate. Mm-hmm. We talk about it more on the small slates where you don't want to be without that guy. Right. But I think we can look at it, and you can choose FanDuel or DraftKings. I'm going to tell you, don't worry about a player's price. Don't worry about whether they fit in your lineup. If you are betting a dollar for $100 on who's going to be the top-scoring player of tonight, who are you choosing? Uh, I think I'll choose Anthony Davis. I think this is a good spot for him to really kind of, you know, I, for one, I think he's going to be over overlooked, which doesn't really matter for your question here. Right. But I, I like Anthony Davis here. I think this matchup's a little more difficult than it seems for DeMarcus Cousins, who will be dealing with Dwight Howard a little bit. Yep. Uh, so I like Anthony Davis. I think he has the best matchup of anyone here. Uh, I'm not really ready to jump back on James Harden. So I'll take Anthony Davis for the top overall score. Anthony Davis would have been my first choice. If this was a draft and I had to choose second, it would absolutely be Joel Embiid. I'm yeah. gonna, and I know Harden's on the slate and Harden's a great play. I'm not telling you not to play Harden. We'll get into him more later, but we just saw what Boogie did to this Bulls team. They are the worst team. Uh, fifth worst team against the center position. Embiid is coming off a not so great performance. His price is elevated. I like him a lot at home against the Bulls. Yeah, I think Embiid is, uh, especially over on DraftKings. Uh, DraftKings at 9,700, I think he's borderline cash game playable. Just kind of depends on what studs you want to do. Get in there with your value lineups. Right. Uh, but I, I like Joel Embiid a lot here. Um, you know, a lot of what DeMarcus Cousins did was DeMarcus Cousins just being really good. But a lot of it was also the matchup with the Bulls. And Embiid should be able to take advantage of that same matchup here. Uh, this is a really good spot for him there. So love me some Joel Embiid tonight. So what I'm going to do on DraftKings, and listen, we don't usually talk about the lineups this early in the show, but I don't know that we're going to slide Embiid in on FanDuel because I expect with the way we both like Anthony Davis, he's going to be in our lineup. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and start our DraftKings lineup with Andrew Wiggins, Nemanja Bialica, and Joel Embiid at the center position. I'm going to go ahead and start our FanDuel lineup with Andrew Wiggins, Nemanja Bialica, and Anthony Davis at power forward. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go from there. So that gives us a nice little baseline, a core, if you will, on FanDuel and DraftKings. We will go from there. Looking at positional depth, it's a nine-game slate. You would expect all positions to be somewhat deep. My first thought when looking at this position by position is, man, do I hate the point guard position. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Uh, it's not that there aren't options. There are still some options. It's just there are guys that you really don't feel comfortable about tonight. No, I, I don't honestly like the top five point guards on FanDuel. It's Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving, and Kyle Lowry. My favorite of those is the guy I almost never play, Kimball Walker. Yeah, he's definitely one of my favorites, but my, my question now is do I, do I spend 8,400 at, at point guard now? Or yeah. do I spend down and make sure I'm getting Anthony Davis and potentially one of the other big studs in the lineup too? Um, as far as the position that I do like, uh, I think that, uh, you have to enjoy power forward with both Anthony Davis and Blake Griffin and Ben Simmons at the top yep. in really good spots. Um, Laurie Markkinen also should get plenty of usage with with news that uh, Chris Chris Dunn will be out again. Yes, Chris Dunn is out. So yeah, I think I think power forward is probably my favorite position of the night, especially on Vandal. Yeah, it's definitely deep. Um, you know, there's several guys like you mentioned that we like at the top. 
Uh, there are also really good value plays there. So I, I like that a lot. The, I guess the first value play I'll mention, we'll get to him in that game a little more, is uh, Montrez Harrell. Okay. I think that, you know, DeAndre Jordan is doubtful. I'm going to go ahead and rule him out here. Uh, people tend to shy away from matchups with Boston. Uh, but I don't necessarily think this is a bad matchup for Harrell. I think he's going to be locked in for 30 plus minutes. So I, I like him as one of our first value plays there. So. Okay. Let's, let's just get into the big news and then we'll, uh, go over to the sports line odds page and figure out, uh, which games we want to target tonight? TJ McConnell and Jared Bayless both out for the Sixers. The Sixers essentially do not have any guards. Right. Uh, like almost literally. They're a team full of wings and bigs. It should be an outstanding spot for Ben Simmons, but FanDuel and DraftKings just refuse to reduce his price despite the fact that he hasn't played well in two weeks. I guess on DraftKings, he's a little more reasonable at 7,600. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't really see paying that much for him on FanDuel though. Yeah, I think he's very similar to his teammate Joel Embiid in that if you want to play them, I think that you really are forced to do so on DraftKings. Uh, I don't see any way that I could get to that price point on FanDuel tonight. How, how do you feel about playing two higher priced guys like Simmons and Embiid together? Um, I think it's fine, uh, especially tonight, just knowing that the Sixers don't have any guards available, knowing that Ben Simmons is going to be the point guard for the Sixers for most of the game here. Uh, the two of those guys play together pretty well, so I'm not worried about it. I love the pace of play against Chicago. I think it's one of the best matchups on the slate. Okay. Uh, so looking at my value here, actually, I have Simmons as the top five overall value on DraftKings. All right. I think the price great. point's great. Uh, we got Chris Dunn out for the Bulls. We talked about that a little bit. We will get Jerry and Grant in that same game, uh, starting at point guard again, and he was outstanding the last time we talked about him. Rodney Hood is going to be out again. Don't you dare say Joe Ingles' name. Jermichael <laughs> Green, Chandler Parsons, James Ennis, all out for the Grizzlies. Jarrell Martin is questionable. He will be a, one of the top value plays if he plays, right? Yes, he will. Um, that's always a situation that makes me nervous because I do truly believe that he is questionable at this point. He's right. banged up and been asked to play quite a few minutes recently. Uh, so I'm a little nervous about that one. But if we get news that he's absolutely going to play, he's definitely someone that needs to be on your radar. Kawhi Leonard, Rudy Gay, Tony Parker all out for the Spurs. Manu and Pau Gasol are questionable. Your must play of the night last night was DeJounte Murray. Yes. He was outstanding 50 FanDuel points is that right uh 52 he actually just barely outscored Russell Westbrook on FanDuel who was my must play now I did fairness to me I do think Westbrook outscored Durant and LeBron yes so but you 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 won that round if we were still keeping score I would give Mike the W uh but I like if Manu's out and Powell's out we're definitely playing DeJounte Murray and Davis Pertans again Yes, and then Kyle Anderson also becomes viable again. Yeah, he's that's uh, three games in a row now where he's uh he's looking like a seven thousand dollar player. Yes, he's uh looking looking good there. So I, I like the fact that the Spurs are on the back to back here. We already talked uh, about Jimmy Butler and Jamal Crawford both doubtful. Also DeAndre Jordan doubtful. We will do this show as if Butler, Jordan, and Crawford are not going to play. Right. So the news you're waiting for will be if they if it's a surprise. And we've seen that this year. More this year than in the past, players going from doubtful to actually playing. But if they're doubtful when we do the show, we're largely assuming they're not going to play. Mm -hmm. You ready to move into the games? I'm ready. This is such a fantastic slate. 
Going over the Sportsline odds page, I see the New Orleans Pelicans at Charlotte over under of 224 is our biggest number of the night. Just a two-point spread. So I'm just going to say I I don't want to say the Pelicans are going to play an overtime game because they just played a double overtime game. Right. But using the very rudimentary metrics of highest under over under with a very low spread, this would be one of the top game stacks. Yeah. And so we've got the Pelicans who are terrible, second worst team against point guards. That's why I really like Kimba Walker. You said you think Anthony Davis could be the top scoring play on mm-hmm. the slate. How do you feel about p- putting Walker and Davis together? Uh, I like it a lot in turnips and tournaments. Uh, I think that Kemba is playing at a very high level right now. Uh, he's, the, he's mad because they're talking about trading him. Right. And, you know, he's played teams that, you know, he, he's played well, pretty well against Utah. He put that, that 61 point game against Dallas. Uh-huh. And now, now you're getting him a spot where he's going to be playing up in pace. Right. And against arguably the worst defender in the league when Rondo's on the floor. Uh, so yeah, I like Kemba Walker a lot and I do think he will go under owned in this spot. Uh, so I definitely think that, you know, if you're looking for a game to stack, this would be the one and those would be the two players, Anthony Davis and Kemba Walker would be the two guys that I would look at first. Do you agree with me that amongst the top five point guards in price tonight, Kemba Walker is the best play? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, I think that Kyle Lowry deserves a look in tournaments. Uh, so he, He's coming off a nice 40-point effort against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I like the matchup for him against Atlanta. I think that he will probably go overlooked, but I still prioritize Kimball Walker in that spot. And I'm, I'm not paying 10000 for Chris Paul tonight. No, no, no chance I'm playing uh, playing Paul in that, in that matchup. So who else on the Pelicans do you like? We've said we're fading Boogie. We're playing the Brow. Is there anybody else? Like, are you interested in Drew? Are you interested in Rondo in tournaments? Uh, no interest in Rondo. Uh, I don't. I don't trust the minutes. I don't trust really anything that's going on with Rondo at this point. Okay. Uh, we watched him play 14 minutes against the Bulls, which is uh, very concerning. Played 17 against Atlanta. Um, you know, if he's going to play 30 minutes, yeah, I, I think you you like him. The the question is is you know if any of you out there know that he's going to play 30 for sure, please send me a tweet and let me know ahead of time. Right. And I'll, I'll gladly put him in one of my lineups. But until then, I, I don't see you know with nine games there's. Absolutely no reason to play Rondo. On the other side, I kind of think that uh, Marvin Williams, who's been playing bad basketball as of late, is not a bad punt at power forward. Price is down to 4,600. He's still playing 27, 28, 29 minutes most nights. I don't think this continues with right. the, the level of play we've seen from him over his last three. And it wasn't too long ago that we were seeing 25 to 30 from him on a semi-regular basis. Yeah, I... I I like it. The, my issue with it is, is there's just, you know, if Jarrell Martin plays and we've already got Montrezl Harrell, I just can't see myself paying that kind of money for Marvin Williams over either of those guys. Um, I, you know, if one of the, you know, if Martin doesn't play, I think it's more viable, but at this point, I'm probably not going to do it. Uh, this game's kind of strange because, you know, it's the highest total in the night. We both, we really like both of these teams here. Uh, but on the Charlotte side, after Kemba, everyone's kind of, you know, it's dispersed pretty evenly, and I don't really like that. And for me, it's really just the only two. I'm only going to have two guys from this game. And it's going to be Anthony Davis and Kimball Walker. Okay. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that at all. Uh, I think you'll probably have more from this one. And maybe maybe this second game is actually the most 
game stackable of the night because of the values. It's the Chicago Bulls at Philadelphia. We talked about it. Chris Dunn out. All of the Philadelphia guards out. It's got an over-under of 219.5. The Sixers are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Philadelphia, a great matchup for shooting guards. The Bulls are a very good matchup for most positions, but especially shooting guards and center. Now, there's no shooting guards on the Sixers, so that's right. a problem. But I, I guess first things first, do you like Grant as much as you did two nights ago? Um, yeah, I think that he's definitely in play. I won't say that I am jamming him in at quite as much. Right. Uh, but I do want exposure to the Bulls and Jerry and Grant is a player that I will have. I'm not sure if it'll be in my primary lineup yet, but you know, across, you know, when I'm playing multiple lineups on a night like this, I'm definitely going to have Jerry and Grant. I think the guy that I'm really interested in is kind of pivoting to, and that's, uh, Justin Holiday. Okay. I think Justin Holiday is the better play tonight. He's cheaper than Jerry and Grant. Grant just had that big game. Everyone's thinking about Grant in the spot, but I, I really like Holiday here. I think that, he, you know, he's going to eventually shoot the ball a lot better than he has. And, you know, I, I like that he's getting rebounds and assists and stuff here. So I, I like Justin Holiday a lot. And there is a, a decent price difference on FanDuel. We see Holiday at 5,600. We see Jerry and Grant at 63. On DraftKings, they're essentially the same price. Um, I might be more likely to play Grant on DraftKings. I think it's interesting though, like you mentioned Holiday at 5,600. Zach Levine is $500 cheaper in this same game at 51. His minutes restriction up to 24 minutes now. Mm-hmm. He played 24 in his last game. You look at the five games since he's come back and he's scoring more than a fantasy point per minute. So you, the expectation should be somewhere right around 25 which is five times value on FanDuel at his current price. But there's definitely upside above that. He, he scored 36 FanDuel points against the Heat in just 19 minutes in his second game back. Yeah, no, I like Zach Levine a lot. Like so The Bulls, definitely a team you want to have some exposure to tonight, and it's going to come at those perimeter positions. Uh, I'm not really interested in Robin Lopez. You know, Laurie Markinen is fine, someone you could look to play, but I, I'm really interested in those three guards with Grant. Um Levine and Holiday. The only thing I'll say, okay, I got two things. First off, Jerry and Grant is the familiar, familial revenge game. Yes. His brother was, uh, what, sent away by the Sixers. Yes. Um, the other thing is, Robin Lopez is the type of big, ugly dude that gets up for matchups with Joel Embiid. Oh yeah, definitely. He this does. could be the type, now, he could also have five fouls in the first two quarters. But this, or five fouls in seven minutes of play, but this is also the type of guy that will have one of those stupid 14.16 rebound games just because he's playing in bead and has decided he's going to try as hard as he can. Yeah. And, uh, the thing that's really interesting about Robin Lopez though, if you look back at, at his game logs, he hasn't had 10 rebounds in a game since December 8th against Charlotte. Dwight Howard. He was up for up playing for Superman. Howard. Yeah, we're going to avoid all the good centers he's played since then and not done anything against. Okay, that's a fair point. I'm not really that interested in playing Lopez either. Let's just, real quick, on, on FanDuel, where you can only play two shooting guards, if you have to choose one from this game, are you going with Holiday or Levine? Uh, I'm going with Holiday only because I think he'll be the lower-owned because he's more expensive. So give okay. me Justin Holiday in that spot. 
Okay. And again, all, all these odds coming from our Sportsline page. Mike, what do we have going on for Sportsline offers right now? So right now, if you go over to Sportsline, you can get an annual subscription for half off, which is literally going to give you the entire 2018 NFL season for free if you can commit to that one year requirement here on Sportsline right now. And, you know, speaking of this Bulls game we were talking about, we've got a really strong pick on this game. Uh, our simulations, you know, we simulate every game 10,000 times. And the simulations today are indicating that the wrong team might be favored in this matchup. Uh, the Chicago Bulls, one trend here, they are actually 15-8-1 on the road against the spread this season, which is good for 65%, making them one of the best road teams in the NBA. Uh, so, like I said, if you go, you can go over and get that pick on Sportsline, get signed up, get the annual package, uh, and you're going to save a heck of a lot of money if you do that and get the entire football season for free. You know who needs to save some money is anybody that thought the Celtics are going to play the Lakers on Tuesday night and there's no way the Lakers can hang with the Celtics. I'll take the Celtics and the Celtics lose the game to the Lakers. And what's worse for them, they stay in LA and now they're playing the Clippers. They're one and a half point underdogs to another bad LA team. Not as bad, but it's not very good either with a 217.5 over under the Clippers have been awful against wings this year. The Celtics, the best team in the league against the center position, but we're not expecting DeAndre Jordan to play anyway. And it's kind of wishy-washy over who's the actual center when you've got Blake Griffin and Harrell in the game at the same time. Yeah, uh, the the guy I want to talk about initially on this game is Mr. All-Star Snub. Mr. All-Star Snub. Lou Williams. Okay. Sweet Lou deserved to be an All-Star this year, and I was a little disappointed. I mean, I expected him to not get right. the nod, but... I still wanted it to happen. I think he's absolutely deserving. Uh, he certainly thought that he was absolutely deserving of the award. Uh, so I like Lou Williams in this spot. It's tough now that Andrew Wiggins is obviously locking in one of your shooting guard plays. Right. But I do like Lou Williams a lot. I think that he's someone you should probably have some exposure to in tournaments because I think another 50-burger is on the way from Sweet Lou. I Wow. Wow. Well, you definitely want to get him in tournaments if he's going to put up 50. I have a question about a different shooting guard in this game. Uh, what does the spreadsheet say about Marcus Smart? Because the spreadsheet made us look stupid yesterday. Yes, it did. Uh, Smart put up 38.4 FanDuel points. We both talked about how we didn't feel comfortable with him. The spreadsheet loved him. What about this game? Uh, not as much. Um, really, the reason it's not as much is now because, again, Andrew Wiggins. Right. Uh, and then the Bulls value, guys. There's just not enough love to go around. I mean, I think he's a fine tournament play, but I don't, uh, I, I don't have him as one of the top overall values simply because of the Andrew Wiggins situation. Uh, and then also a guy that we haven't mentioned, but we will get there, uh, in Utah, there's a shooting guard that uh, is cheaper that really, uh, still in the spreadsheet and models pops off a little more than Marcus Smart does, but there is anybody else in this game. You're really interested in Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum coming off an absolute stinker last night. Uh, no, I'm not really interested in those young guys uh, after giving them another night to hang out in L.A. Right. I, I don't really think that with nine games, I don't think there's any reason to go there. Well, I, you definitely want to play Marcus Morris. You'd know he wouldn't do anything stupid in L.A. Never, never. Um, Marcus Morris, he actually does rate pretty well for me. I do prefer him over a guy that you mentioned earlier with Marvin Williams. Uh, right. The price to $100 apart. I agree. So I, I think Marcus Morris is probably the one Boston Celtic that I would have some interest in tonight. I think you should, I, th I think Blake is in play. Mm -hmm. Um, I, it's gonna be almost impossible to play Blake and Anthony Davis together, 
but I don't think anybody else will do that. It'll be a rare combination, I think. Yeah, I think it will be a rare combination. Uh, it was a pretty good combination the other night, even though Anthony Davis was kind of, you know, DeMarcus Cousins kind of took all the spotlight there, but Anthony Davis still put up basically 60 fantasy points. Right. Uh, you know, and Blake had 70, so that was a pretty good pairing there. I think that it's very similar tonight and that you could pair the two again. Uh, so I, I really, I really like that. Uh, okay. Well, let's, we don't have anybody else on the Clippers. You like, uh, Montrezl Harrell's the only guy. I think he's still just a, a good value play. Um, you like Harrell more than Morris? I think it's really close. Uh, you know, now the more that we speak about it, they are really close in my model. And based off the projected ownership, Marcus Morris is a better play. Uh, I think Montrezl Harrell's going to be close to 30% on tonight. Wow. So maybe Montrezl Harrell more in cash. Maybe we just, uh, save Morris for, for tournaments. Yep. Okay. Moving on. The Houston Rockets going to face the Dallas Mavericks. 217 over under on this one. Houston is six and a half point favorite. Um, Dallas has not been very good against point guards. So I know you don't want to play Chris Paul. Houston has been outstanding against big men. I, I'm not really feeling this game. Not at all. Uh, it's kind of odd that, you know, it's by, by my calculation, my, uh, you know, it's one of the highest projected games of the day, but I, I really don't have much interest here. I think it's all the players that I wasn't, were interested in. They're kind of priced out. And once again, the Minnesota value has kind of eliminated my interest in a lot of these players. Well, okay. I, I don't have much to say about anyone on Houston. I mean, we should not totally gloss over James Harden. Right. Uh, he would, I think, be in both of our top threes for the highest mm-hmm. scoring player of the night. If you're, but I'm, he's not somebody that I'm making an effort to get in my lineup. And a big part of that reason is you just look at the shooting guard position. We've talked about a lot of value plays. Andrew Wiggins is the must play. On FanDuel, it's just too difficult to get Harden in your lineup when there aren't as many values as some of those other positions. Let's move on to the Phoenix Suns at the Indiana Pacers. Pacers are seven and a half point favorites. We've got a 216.5 over under. Suns basically a good matchup for everyone. The Pacers have been a great matchup for big men. Unfortunately, the Suns don't have any good big men. Marquise Chris has already been ruled out of this game. Tyson Chandler did a weird thing where I am fairly convinced that Tyson Chandler in their last game just said it's a revenge game for Greg Monroe. I'm tired. I'm going to sit out. Uh, yeah, I believe that that's what happened. And uh, I appreciated that very much because I did jam Greg Monroe in a lot of lineups and scored 380 points. So I uh, I, I thank you, Tyson Chandler. Uh, There's a chance we get Miles Turner back yes. for the Pacers tonight, but that's not going to matter. We're not going to play him anyway, right? Right. Well, we're not going to play him. The only thing that that really does is that kind of removes my interest in cash games and any of the Indiana Pacers, though. Yeah, I would not want to play Sabonis. Uh, he is 6,700. I guess if Turner was ruled out again, he would be under consideration. I actually, if Turner doesn't play, I, I will for the first time say I think Victor Oladipo is worth his price. Yeah, I like Oladipo a lot. I think he's one of the strongest tournament plays of the night. Uh, you know, if we do an all-tournament team, I think it's really difficult to pick a shooting guard because there's still like three of them that I would put on that team. Right. But Victor Oladipo is one of those guys that I would that I would put in there. Um, another one is actually in this game on the other side of the ball. The laughable, in my opinion, all-star snub of Devin Booker. I like Devin Booker. I think he's a great young player. I think it's kind of funny that he thinks that he is an all-star this year. 
Oh, so he – I'm sorry. I thought you were saying it was laughable because they didn't pick him. You're no. saying it's laughable because he thinks he was a snub. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So he, he's tweeting out opinions over statistics and is unhappy that he was not selected to the All-Star game. Now, on FanDuel, Oladipo is 9,900. Booker is 81. I would play Booker on FanDuel over Oladipo. Mm-hmm. On DraftKings, they are a little closer. Oladipo is 92. Booker is 85. I think I'd rather play Oladipo. Yep. Um, but I don't, like, I, I kind of like the idea that Victor Oladipo was one of the all-stars that people are like, Victor Oladipo is an all-star this year and Devin Booker is a snub and they're facing each other. Yes. Like that, that does make me want to play Booker a little more, but on FanDuel, that would be the only reason that I would want to play him. Yeah, it's really that, that's really the only reason we, you know, we've kind of seen Dev, you know, a lot of the reason why he thinks he deserves it and some of his supporters do is, you know, we've seen him put up, you know, 70 actual points in a game a couple of times. Right. And, you know, he, he is capable of doing that when he wants to do that. Um, I will say also, TJ Warren, if you're looking for a mid-range small forward, he is, well, first off, he's one of the only mid-range small forwards, but he is also, been remarkably safe here lately and you look at the I mean yes he missed a couple of games but the games he's actually played he has been a player since basically December with a floor around 30 and he's at 40 or more on a semi-regular basis certainly 38 or more on a semi-regular basis 7100 on FanDuel on DraftKings looks like he's 7000 I I like his value on both sides yeah, I like his value on both sides. I think that I like it a little better on FanDuel, but I, you know, just because you always have to take two small forwards and you all, you know, he's, he's the most expensive small forward on FanDuel tonight tied with Harrison Barnes and I, I'm probably not playing Harrison Barnes. Well, and like we've locked four players into our DraftKings lineup mm-hmm. and three of them are small forward eligible. Right. So we've got Wiggins, Ben Simmons and Bielitsa. Yep. None of those guys are small forwards on FanDuel. Right. So, yeah, I, I think absolutely Warren is somebody that – and I may just go ahead and – we don't have to lock him in, but I'm going to go ahead and put him into the lineup on FanDuel, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll come back to it. I, I guess I take that back. Bielitsa is a small forward on FanDuel. So we had one filled. We now have two, and uh, we'll come back and see if we still like that at the end of the at the end of the show. Anybody else in this game you're considering? Uh, no, not at this point. Um, well, uh, let me let me rephrase that. I guess Isaiah Cannon. Uh, he's a guy that's been getting a lot of run recently. He's played 20, 23, 25, 28. Minutes are steadily increasing there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, outside of his first game against Indiana, he's basically scoring close to a fantasy point a minute. He's 3,800. If you're looking for a value point guard on FanDuel, I think he's definitely the guy you want to look at here. Uh, you know, Victor Oladipo is a pretty good defender. Right. And so, you know, Devin Booker, while we do think he's going to be trying to score a lot tonight, I think that Isaiah Kanan can really pick up some of that load. So I think he's a good play. Um, I think he's in play on DraftKings as well at 4,100, but I, I prefer him on FanDuel at 38. Okay. We will, uh, we'll definitely keep him in mind, especially for the bargains. If we need one at point guard, we'll move on though. Toronto is a six point favorite at Atlanta with a 214.5 over under. Um, Atlanta's awful. This is kind of a little bit of a theme too. Atlanta awful against the center position. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of so-so centers facing teams that are really bad against that position. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, 
showed us in his last game why we are always so hesitant to play him against Minnesota, a team yes. with Carl Anthony Towns. You might think, okay, they're going to have to play Jonas. He played 11 minutes and did not score. Brutal. Um, last time that he faced this Atlanta team, though, 21 minutes, 33 FanDuel points. That's good. He's 5,400 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, you can get some Jonas in your life for 5,500. Any yeah. chance? I definitely get it. I definitely see why we would want to play him. Right. Uh, I don't think that I will end up playing him. Slate's I, too big. It's just too big of a slate. Too much risk. So, I mean, anyone that has the chance to play less than 15 minutes uh, just doesn't interest me unless they're 3,500 or less. And that's probably a pretty decent uh, just life philosophy. Yeah. Uh, so who in this game does interest you? Uh, Kyle Lowry in a tournament maybe, but that's really about it. Uh, I don't, I don't have a ton of interest in this game. Uh, just too many games on the slate with, you know, the value is very specific tonight. Okay. And because the value is very specific, where you're differentiating is kind of the upper tier in the studs, and there's really no upper tier in studs that exists in this game for me. Okay. We'll move on to a game that does have our two must plays of the night. Andrew Wiggins and Nemanja Bialica, Minnesota Timberwolves. At the Portland Trailblazers, Portland two-point favorite, over-under of 212.5. Portland has been pretty good against point guards. Minnesota's been pretty good defensively, period. Um, I, I guess I, I know we want to play Wiggins. I know we want to play Bielitsa. We also, the last time we were in this situation, played Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. That went terribly. Yeah. I would assume with Boogie on the slate, after what he just did, and with Joel Embiid in a fantastic matchup, that we are going to see $9,300 Carl Anthony Towns at, what, below 15%? I'd say around, yeah, around 15% ownership probably. He will be the lowest owner of those three. Certainly. Um, and he has upside in a tournament. Yes, he does. The usage should, should be there. He's going up against Nurkic, which is fine. Again, it's not, not necessarily a good or a bad matchup. Right. Um, I, I will have t- t- a little bit of Towns in tournaments. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can play him over Embiid in a cash game. Uh, I think it's really close. It depends on the site. On FanDuel, absolutely still think that you can play him over Embiid in cash. Okay. On DraftKings, I, I don't think that that's the case. Uh, you know, he's, Embiid's $100 more on DraftKings. You, you play Embiid. Uh, so what I'm going to be doing tonight is I'm going to be playing Towns on FanDuel and Embiid on DraftKings, and that's going to be the way that I get my exposure to both of those players. Uh, that's just what makes the most sense with the way they're priced right so now. So we're going right back on FanDuel to the Wiggins-Bielitsa-Towns combo. I, I'm planning on it because I think that Carl Anthony Towns, you know, it's a little concerning that he hasn't broken 40 fantasy points in the last two games without Jimmy Butler. It's two games. But it's a very small sample size. He still has incredible usage. He should play some big minutes in this game. Um and while I love Andrew Wiggins, I'm not convinced Andrew Wiggins is going to do the 40 actual point thing again. I think he might get 40 fantasy points. Uh, He's getting 50 tonight. He, he might. If he does, the Timberwolves are going to going to win the game and going to score 120 points. <laughs> okay, let's. You know, we've talked, I think, extensively about the Minnesota side of this thing. Mm-hmm. Portland. I already said C.J. McCollum would have been my stay away if Jimmy Butler was playing. I'm still probably not playing any CJ McCollum tonight because on FanDuel he's a thousand dollars more than Andrew Wiggins. I'd rather play Wiggins for sure. Yes. And there's other value plays that I like 
far more than I like McCollum. On DraftKings, he's 6700 so he's actually $200 less than Wiggins. I would still expect more people are going to play Wiggins. Yeah, 100%. Uh, um, I guess he's not a terrible tournament play on DraftKings, but I don't necessarily love it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a ton of edge to be had there. Um, is there anybody you do really like in this game? Uh, on the Portland side? No, I mean, not really. The guy that I think wouldn't shock me if he played well in the tournament would be Alfred Aminu. Yeah. But I don't, uh, you know, the minutes are kind of inconsistent. I really don't think that this is, the best spot for him. Well, we've still got two games left and I've gotten a little carried away with time because I'm so excited about this slate. So we'll move through these last two a little quicker. That's easy because they involve the jazz, the Pistons, the Spurs and the Grizzlies, Utah at Detroit and over under of 200 Pistons are two point favorites. It's going to be fun to watch Rudy Gobert and Andre Drummond go at it, but I don't want to play either one of them. No. Uh, I mean, I think if I, if I had to, I think Andre Drummond would be the guy that I would play because I do think that Andre Drummond might be a legitimate all-star snub here. Okay. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, he's really, he's played very well this season. He's increased his assist totals. He's drastically improved his free throw shooting. Uh, it's something that he really has really worked on. He's really looked forward to this. I think he's probably a little bummed that he is not an all-star here. And I, I think that if I'm looking between the two of them, I think Andre Drummond's one of the better tournament plays on the slate, just knowing how loaded the center position is. The value play you really like here, I assume, is Alec Burks. Yes. I believe, uh, he's a Kansas City kid, right? Uh, yeah, I think that he is. So that, that, that makes some sense. 20, 21 and 23 FanDuel points in his last two games. There is no Rodney Hood. Joe Ingles is a bum. So play, <laughs> play some Joe Ingles if you want to. Uh, but Burke, 3,700 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he is actually the same price, 3,700. And he's point guard and shooting guard eligible over on DraftKings. I think we're going to have some Alec Burks in our life tonight. Yeah, I think Alec Burks is definitely a strong play. Um, don't love the matchup with Detroit. No. It's, you know, it's really not great, but. But he should, he should mostly get the secondary. He should. The second unit. Yes, he should get most of the second unit here. He, you know, he's going to get his shots up no matter what. Yep. Uh, you know, he's an excellent free throw shooter when he gets to the line, so you can always count on that. Um, you know, we've got a really large sample size of him scoring at least a fantasy point a minute here. So anybody else in this game you're interested in? No, not at all. Me either. Uh, San Antonio at Memphis, 193.5. It's a pick 'em right now. <laughs> These teams are great defensively. Normally, you would think two great defensive teams. Uh, over under under 200 just pass but that's probably not the situation here with all the spurs guys that are out all the grizzlies guys that are out my take on this for the spurs side of things for sure if manu and gasol are out then i'm going right back to murray and burtons yes i think that you cannot ignore this game at all those are the two guys that i'm looking at uh i really for me it doesn't even matter if uh, Mano is out. I think it's really Gasol is the guy that I really want to see ruled out. Okay. Uh, just, I think he you, takes up a little bit more meaningful usage and, and, you know, grabs up some of the more rebounding opportunities and some of that. So uh, as long as Gasol's out, I'm definitely interested in both of those guys. And then for Memphis, you know, this is a weird spot and a weird take, but it feels like the game where Tyreek Evans is finally going to return some ridiculous value. 
my my hot take of the day is Tyreek Evans triple double tonight. Tyreek Evans triple double against the Spurs because anytime you can get some exposure to the lowest scoring game yep. of the night, you must the two do best it. defensive teams in the league. You must do it. Dejounte Murray just forty eight hundred on DraftKings, a little more expensive on FanDuel. We want to go ahead and lock Murray into our lineup at point guard. Yeah, let's throw him in on DraftKings, um, and then you know. Before we move on completely from this game, just watch the news on Jarrell Martin. I think that he's still a fine play. Okay. Okay. So we we are going to move on. We've got some lineups to set, and we've got to get out of here. So on DraftKings, I've got DeJounte Murray, Andrew Wiggins, Ben Simmons, Nemanja Bialica, Joel Embiid, Alec Burks, 6,500 per player left. We need a forward, and we need a utility. Okay. At the forward position, I see we've got Kyle Anderson as 5,900. That's not bad. I like Sarich at 64 as well on both sites just because, but Covington's only 57. Wow. So a, a lot of options there. Also, Markkinen, who, who do you like in that six to $7,000 range uh, on DraftKings at the forward position? So I, I kind of, you know, we talk about this game, it's, I, I like Kyle Anderson a lot, like you mentioned, but I also, I, I really like Justin Holiday still. Justin Holiday. Okay, let's just plug him in at 5,700, and that will leave us 7,300 for the utility position. Mark Gasol, Donovan Mitchell, Al Horford, TJ Warren, Dennis Schroeder, CJ McCollum. Am I, am I mentioning anybody here that you just can't live without? Uh, nobody that I can't live without, but I do kind of like the, uh, TJ Warren play. I think okay. he's just very I, consistent. I think he's got some upside because you know, we kind of mentioned Booker might struggle a little bit with Oladipo's defense. Okay. So. Well, I, I like this lineup. We've got DeJounte Murray, Andrew Wiggins, Ben Simmons, Nemanja Bialica, Joel Embiid, Alec Burks, Justin Holiday. I always, I, like, I hate the fact that it's Jay Holiday. Give me a J.U. Holiday. Sorry. Right. And then, uh, TJ Warren. I love it. So that's the DraftKings lineup. Moving over to FanDuel and then we'll get to our all tournament team here before the show ends. I've got most of the FanDuel lineup put together. You're just going to have to tell me if you hate it or not. Okay. But I've got Kimball Walker and Isaiah Kanan? I think it's Kanan. Kanan. Yeah. Okay, Kanan. Alec Burks and Andrew Wiggins. TJ Warren and Nemanja Bialica. Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns. Mm -hmm. So that leaves us 6,200 for our power forward. Okay, I'd like to, I left $100 on the table last night, so I'd like to borrow that $100 back so I can have $6,300 Dario Saric here. Uh, you cannot have that $100 back. You're going to have to choose a player below 62. That only gives us an option of a guy that we have not mentioned on this show. I'm not sure we've ever mentioned him on this show. Thaddeus Young is 6,200. He is coming off a 40 point performance against the Spurs. Mm -hmm. I don't like that's not what we want to do, is it? Uh, is, no, it's is there not. An adjustment Especially we want to make here? if Miles Turner is coming back. Uh, who who was the cheap power forward you really loved tonight? I mean, I know there were several of them, but did, did you do you want to go with Marcus Morris or do you want to go with Montrez Harrell? Um, I guess I guess you just give me. You've talked about Harrell more. I'm fine with going with Harrell. I, I was thinking Marcus Morris. Morris. Okay, Marcus Morris, Morris at 4,500 is in the lineup. That leaves us 1,700 to either improve on Alec Burks or Kanan. Uh, I would probably improve on, I guess, Burks and lock in someone like Zach Levine. I, I like He's got a little more upside. Okay. So what we have here for our FanDuel lineup, Kimba Walker, Isaiah Kanan, Zach Levine, Andrew Wiggins. And I like it because we're kind of stacking Minnesota. 
and you get Levine in there, so it looks like it's a full Timberwolves deck, right. even though he doesn't play for Minnesota anymore. TJ Warren and Nemanja Bialica at small forward, Anthony Davis and Marcus Morris, and then Carl Anthony Towns at center. This doesn't really totally feel like a Stars and Scrubs lineup to me, right? but we have Kimball Walker, Anthony Davis, and Carl Anthony Towns, and Andrew Wiggins, who we expect 40 from. Right. This And TJ Warren, who is basically averaging for 37. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this this might be a 400-point lineup. Just make sure you play it in the right kind of contest. Yeah. So on – I say that as a joke towards our, our good buddy Adam Azer. That's it. Would you say that's more of a tournament or a cash lineup? Just to um, – I'd say it's a little more of a tournament lineup tonight because I expect the field to do a little different things at the point guard position. Okay. Okay, perfect. So let's just move through our all-tournament team, and then we will get out of here at point guard. Do either of these guys make the all-tournament team? Is Kemba Walker our all-tournament team point guard, or will his ownership be too high? Uh, I think it'll probably be too high, but it's you know at this point in the day, it's kind of hard to tell. I think that you know, take a look at my projections here. So yeah, I think that you could probably mention Kemba as the tournament guy. Okay. I think that. I think Chris Paul's still going to get some ownership. I think Damian Lillard's going to get some. I think Duante Murray's going to get some after what he did last night. Right. So, and then of course Jerry and Grant. So yeah, give me Kimball Walker as the all tournament team for point guard. We're we putting Justin Holiday or Zach Levine on our all tournament team at shooting guard. Um. Or Victor Oladipo actually. I would go with Oladipo. Okay. At the small forward position, all tournament team goes to. I'm going to just say a guy that I've I've trashed the entire show. Uh, it's Joe Ingles. Everybody else is as mad at him as I am. He's going to play 30 minutes. He's $5,000. He's got 35-point upside. Joe Ingles yep. is our all-tournament play. I am as enthusiastic as I sound about it. At power forward, who do you like in tournaments tonight? Is it Sabonis because people are assuming Turner is going to come back and maybe Turner doesn't come back or only plays 15 minutes? Uh, yeah, I think that Sabonis is the guy that I would look at the most there. Okay. Um, you know, people are, if they are, you know, if we get news that Turner is out, people are probably looking to Thad Young after what he did in his last game. Right. So, yeah, give me Sabonis. Okay. And then is there a center that you love in tournaments tonight? Uh, Andre Drummond. Okay. Uh, I don't know how popular I think he'll be. It's really difficult to understand what the field is going to be doing there in terms of all-star snub. But to me, he's one of the biggest all-star snubs out there. And I, you know, he's going to have to play big minutes against Rudy Gobert. So give me Andre Drummond. So if it's our best slate of the year, it may only make sense that it's our longest show of the year. And we're going to win the most money we've won all year. And we're going to come back tomorrow and do it all over again. I'm Heath Cummings. He's Mike McClure. This is the Sports Line DFS Podcast.